The world is not enough. It's something else is singing about. My hair is red and I'm grungy. Oh, ho, 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 ho. It's not too stiff yet. I mean, if Steve is saying it's slow paced, I'm gonna go back in time. That there, Tweeter! Let's get out there, Amish boy. Let's do it. It's rotting in the very, very bowels of hell right now, and that's all you need to know. I mean, I don't know what your Skype looks like, because uh, you're Mac, but I just mine has little symbols all over the screen. Don't know what any of them do. No, I know. They're, they... It's like, we're improving, we're improving. You're making it more complicated. You're making it so that it's going to break or crash at the worst possible time. Mm-hmm. What is this? Take snapshot. No, don't want to do that. <sighs> what happens if I just click it? You know I'm going to break this, right? Oh, yeah, that... Uh... <laughs> what does this do? Window or float. What does that mean? Don't know what that means. So they updated it, I'm guessing. I, I don't think so. But I like to get it started up early so I can check and see if there's updates, you know? And I pressed the... Uh, I pressed the little... The lines up in the top left-hand mm-hmm. corner to, like, a drop down. And now it's, now it's... Now it's just a tiny little picture of you, and I have all my previous mm-hmm. calls are on... A box. Okay, uh, how do I get well, rid of it that? It says, ongoing call. At least mine does when I do that. Just click on that. Should have my name somewhere there. Ah, oh, there it is. Ah, oh, they're futuristic, <sighs> you see. <laughs> Share screen. Show reactions. Blur my back. Turn off incoming video. Hold call. Audio and video. Oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah. <sighs> Hate it. I hate it. I mean, it doesn't show that my camera's working at all. Whatever. If you can see me, then fine. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're... you're. Oh, just as gorgeous as ever, I'm sure. You're, you're rocking the beard this morning. <laughs> oh, really? You shaved a couple days ago. I'm rocking my receding hairline real well. I was rocking a panic attack this morning, as usual. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Gotta love them Tuesdays. Woohoo! Uh, oh, and they're just... <sighs> Divorcee neighbor moving out now, today, so cars everywhere. I wish they'd just park in our grass. I mean, might as well just... <laughs> oh, move me out, too, while you're at it. Uh, <laughs> Just, just one of those mornings. Mm, everything was fine, and mm, let's talk about the garden. <laughs> oh, that's one of the things on my to-do list. Uh, when I'm done here, it's I got the raised beds in, but I they're only you know the dirt could only be dumped in such a way. So time to get out them shovels and go out there and shovel it in. That's gonna be just terrific. Hey. <laughs> um, so I have a couple of things on my bitch sesh that I have not told you about recently. I was saving for the show. 
Well, first of all, how did last night go meeting the, uh, meeting the... <laughs> oh, Judas, I wasn't even getting there yet. Uh, it was fine. It was fine. I, I didn't, uh, and I even, uh, meeting the, uh, meeting the first boyfriend, um, it, it, it was fine. I, I didn't do anything too crazy. I definitely had a few drinks before he came over, just so I, you know, bite my tongue. Yeah. Uh, they're just kids, you know? I, I, I... Yeah. And I talked to Addy about it afterwards, and I said, you know, you should at least say thank you for us not being crazy and not doing anything crazy. And she's like, thank you. I, I really do appreciate that. She said, I was going to t- to say something like that. Um, oh, ooh, I was tempted. There were a couple. I mean, do you remember the first time that you met girlfriends, parents? Huh? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'll never forget. Every time it was something crazy or weird or guns or, you know, threats, and, uh, you know, I just, I didn't really do any of that, I just, uh, busted Addy's balls a little bit and made some jokes, he laughed at my jokes, alright, and then I told Addy later, I was like, well, I earn his trust, then I'll break him, no, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> then I'll scare the shit out of him, no, but afterwards, after he did leave, I, I, uh, showed uh, Addie, that scene from Bad Boys 2. Oh, what did you think of that? She was laughing. I said, this is what I wanted to do. This is what me and my friends had planned to do, but I was like, yeah, you know. <laughs> that scene is so freaking funny, By Oh, it's great. Motherfucker, you at least 30. <laughs> and then he ends up marrying the girl. And by oh, the that was so good. It was one of my favorite things about part three. Yeah. But it was fine. It was fine, and rules were obeyed, and, uh, after he left, I was, uh, I finished showing her Predator. So, yay. There you got go. That, got that wrapped up. Uh, but, yeah, it's probably going to be a longer bitch sesh today. So, if uh, you got anything you want to. No, get why don't going, you? We'll, we'll ping pong back and forth then. If you've got a whole bunch, I mean, you spew and then I'll spunk and then you spew a little bit more and then I'll spunk a little bit some. And... Sweet. So, yep. I'm nobbing and you're enjoying. It's great. Yep. No. Yep. yep. Actually, this isn't, I don't know how much of a bitch sesh this is, but I just, eh, ah, thought I'd let you know and see what you think about all this. But, uh, uh, my dad's birthday was the weekend before last. And one of the things he asked me to do for his birthday is he said, I would like to go mushroom hunting. And I said, sure. You go walk around the woods for a day. And that's, that's cool. Uh, both he and I, we have never, ever found wild mushrooms. Maybe one or something. But you know around here, the Amish guys go out and they come back with garbage bags full of them. So Uh we went and picked up a couple of his uh, Amish friends and, oh, we'll take you down. We know where to go. Uh uh Uh-huh. So we went down to uh, some of the local lakes here, uh, public lands, uh, and... You know, I'm still coming off this COVID-19 shit, I'm, uh-huh. and so I've got to... Uh, some of this is kind of embarrassing, but I, I've got to build my strength back up. You can't just go losing 20 pounds in 10 days and just, you know, go out marching around the woods all day, which is what this dumbass did after being sick for three weeks. And uh, so we are walking, and it's, you know, this, this is getting southern Ohio. This is not uh, flat. It, I mean, it is steep hills. So me and my dad are walking up this one hill, and, and we're all spread out so we can barely see each other. 
And the one Amish guy goes, hey, up oh, over here. And so we go over to where he's at, and he goes, and, and, well, back up a little bit. Since I haven't found any of these mushrooms, I'm doing this. I mean, I am eyeball on the ground. Like, these things are so hard to find. I can never find them. You know, whatever. Till he, uh, this Amish guy shows me, here, they're around this tree. And I look down at the ground. They're all like this friggin' big, okay? Six inches. That You know, like, they're not hard to spot. Okay. Okay, finally. We have found some mushrooms in the wild. Now I know what to look for. It's not like trying to find itty-bitty little thing, you know. They're easy to spot. Once you're standing there, it's like, oh, there's one, there's one, there's one, there's one. All right, cool. And he goes, uh, you know, I found so many bags full of them in the last week or two. You guys can go ahead and take all these. It's like, yes. So we started cutting them and packing them up. And then, okay, let's keep walking up this hill. And guess what? For the first time in my life, I found some mushrooms on my own. Called them over, helped me pack them up, found a whole mess of them. All by my lonesome. I was so happy. Nice, okay. So then we go, uh, get back in the car and drive over to the other side of this lake and, well, let's go look over here. Okay. Like, once again, we spread out so we can barely see each other. We go walking up this hill and we get all the way to the crest of the hill, me and my dad, and walk along the ridge of this hill and dad goes, well, I'm going to go see if I can find them. And we all have walkie talkies. He goes, just, just hang here for a second. Okay. I wait, I wait, and I wait. Then he comes across the walkie-talkie and goes, uh, in typical dad fashion, well, walk over there. I, I fuck over there, over there. I don't know what the hell you mean. So I just start walking kind of the direction he went. Can't find him. Can't find the other guys. And I'm like, whatever. I know I got my, I got like a whole, uh, pack with me of survival shit. I brought knives and binoculars and my compass. I know which way to go back to the car. I'm prepped. Uh, so I'm like, you know what? I'm at a good kind of angle to go sideways down this hill. I'm going to go back to the car. Following my compass. I'm kind of walking. I'm still looking for mushrooms. and But everything is really... Like, there's a lot of different colors on the ground. I got a lot of clover. I've got purple flowers. I've got this, that, and the other thing. So I'm really trying to study to see there's any mushrooms here, mushrooms there. I walk a ways. I find another nice place where, oh, this looks like a good area. I'm looking, I'm looking. I get a little bit lightheaded, but I'm like, eh, I'm still walking downhill. No biggie. I don't feel dizzy. I don't feel faint or anything. So then I keep, I walk another bit and, uh, I'm standing there and I'm looking for mushrooms. I'm looking for mushrooms. Just looking around. The next thing that I remember is I'm laying on the ground, and I'm talking to my dad on my cell phone. Not on our walkie-talkies, on the cell phone. And he's going, where are you? Where are you? And I go, um, well, I can see the lake. And he goes, well, where are you? Where are you? And I kind of sit up a little bit, and I'm like, looking around, and, uh, hmm. And then I see him kind of driving down the road away from me. And I go, yeah, I'm right, I'm right here. And they stop in the road and I sit up and they go, what are you doing? And I go, I'm laying down. I was taking a nap because in my world, when you've done some of the dumb things that I've done, when you wake up in a strange place and you don't know what in the hell is going on or what is happening, you pretend like you know what the hell is happening and what is going on. 
if you can read between the lines of what I'm uh-huh. talking about, because I've woken yeah. up in a few strange places. <laughs> uh huh. Uh huh. A few strange Mexican places. Yeah. Oh, I remember. Mm. Kind of. Mm. Yeah, I know what's going on. I was just taking a nap, so I stand up and I start stumbling down this hill, and I mean stumbling like bad. And I go, damn, I look at my pants and I'm like, ah, I spilled my water all over me. Shit. Is that a bottle of water? So I stumble down the hill and I go, well, holy shit, there's three Amish guys in the back of dad's car. What's going on here? In my, in my head. He goes, you okay? And I go, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep, let's just go. <sighs> okay, well, we're going to go get lunch. I was just like, yep, yep. And... Off we kind of drive, and over the next 15, 20, 30 minutes, my brain starts to come back to me, and I start to dissect everything that has gone on, and we get to the next place where they want to go for a... Oh, no, wait, we get to the place where we're going to pick up a slice of pizza or some shit, and I walk around there and realize I'm not hungry, I'm very dizzy and nauseous, and that isn't water all over me. <clears throat> I fainted, fell on my face directly, concussed myself, and lost bladder control. What? Yes. I landed right square on my jaw and completely concussed myself. Have you ever had a concussion before? No. This would be my at least third that I can remember. So I recognize the symptoms of it as far as memory loss, uh, being unconscious, we figured it out. I was roughly probably unconscious 20, 30 minutes. They were r- driving around looking for me. My dad was trying to reach me on the radio. I wasn't answering because I was just looking for mushrooms and I faint. I was out. I was done. I had overexerted myself and landed on my damn face. I'm lucky to be alive because if there had been even a small tree pointing up just a little bit, you know. Into eyeball. Right into eyeball. There you go. You're done. Nope, I just woke up in the woods, thought I was taking a nap. <laughs> Ooh. So I didn't go on the last walk. Uh, I just kind of hung out in the car and got my wits back about me and was like, okay, maybe I still need to take it a little bit easy. Uh, coming off all this corona bullshit. but So you just walked too much and it just wore you out? Or you think there's still, like, there's long-term damage from COVID? Or... No, 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 I just uh, overexerted myself. I mean, we were walking up mountains. I mean, big okay. ass hills, uh, up and down, up and down, up and down. I mean, we're talking, we started walking at nine o'clock, and when I fainted, it was probably 1230. I mean, we were, I, that whole time was huffing up and puffing up and down mountain. Ugh. Whew. Right. So. Was it, was it like, could it have been just not enough water and, or like. I was drinking Gatorade and water all day. Oh. I was hydrated. As clearly evidenced by my pants. Yeah. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, wow. Huh. So then I had to ride around for the next four hours like that. Just, just, uh. <laughs> just sitting in pee. Uh, yeah, that sounds like something straight out of Mexico. Yeah. Yep. Right, right. And from the other concussions that I've had, which I've, uh, the first one I had, which was in, oh, I was probably 15. It was in the Outer Banks uh, from a, boogie boarding accident um that was awful like that took days for that headache to go away whereas this one the headache went away in an hour but still it was scary because usually i at least sense like oh i'm feeling faint i should sit down for a little bit or yeah. something. i didn't feel nothing i woke up talking to my dad on the phone 
Oh, man. And the phone's on vibrate in my pocket. It's amazing that I even was able to get that out and answer. I, whatever. They would have, I was just laying in the woods by myself, hanging out. I, uh-huh. Either that or I was abducted by aliens. But I'm considering how bad my jaw still hurts, and this is a week and a half later. <laughs> I'm telling you, I landed, I landed right here, bro, because both, both hinges of my jaw feel the same. Every time that I yawn, I almost yelp in pain. Uh, but yep, that was a definite concussion. I've, I've done that before. I mean, you'd think that you're like an MMA fighter or a boxer or something that's just, just punch drunk at this, at this point. Oh, I I know. (laughs) I'm so tough and so hard. Actually, the first one was from boogie boarding and, and I got tossed by a 10 foot wave straight onto my face, onto a sandbar, almost drowned. Very, very nearly drowned. Um, but, uh, the second time was actually sparring. Uh Uh-huh. Throwing a kick, got pulled off my feet and we just happened to be standing over the cement driveway. Bing, back my head. Huh? <laughs> Once it's happened to you and you've experienced that kind of memory loss, like you, you recognize it the next time. About halfway down that hill, I was like, something, something. Something. Oh, that so, sucks. It's not right. And I stink. Why do I stink? Man, that water must have stank or I laid in something. Mm. <laughs> oh, well, at least I get to ride around with three and a half Amish dudes for the next four hours. Mm. That, that's uh. cool. Well, I'm impressed that you actually went mushroom hunting with your dad. That's uh, that's impressive. I that would never happen in a million years. It, I mean, we'd... oh, if he asked you to go mushroom hunting, you wouldn't go. I, I yeah, I would, but he'll never ask me. So right, I'd... I know that, but I mean, <laughs> you would. I mean, yeah, yeah, I would. I, you know but he asked, so I went. Yeah, I don't remember the last time my dad asked me for anything. Yeah. I, and were those mushrooms good? Holy shit. Oh, yeah. You fried those in on, butter? Yep. I posted that picture on Facebook. I had fried them actually in a, a kind of flour that had a little bit of Cajun seasoning in them. But you saw how many mushrooms I had in that picture? Oh, yeah. Um, I ate until I was ill and still had at least half of them left. I mean, th- there was so much. Oh, oh that's awesome. It was great. They're and so some of those good. Were legit. Big damn mushrooms, yeah. Monsters. <clears throat> anyway. So that's what I've been up to for the last uh, two weeks since we didn't record last week. <laughs> yeah. How are you? Have you uh, defecated oh, yourself or anything? No. Um, just cats and kids and school. And, Ugh, lame. Uh, just the grocery store nonsense and trying to recoup some funds from... Housing shit. Yeah. How are you getting by on that? I mean, you don't oh, have to get too yeah. deep on it, but are you... Uh, it's, I mean, luckily, I've still been getting rent checks. That's a good thing. I'm very surprised I've been getting rent checks through this. I mean, but you would probably... If somebody was having an issue, you'd probably, like... What? It, I mean, you'd be... Oh, yes. Right. Oh, yes, I would. Totally. Totally. There's one that um, we're planning on kicking out. Uh rightly so this is uh, there's been issues for months and months and months and way long before this covid but we can't right now because of what's going yeah. on uh but she's got it coming <laughs> so we're just have to you know wait that wait that one out but otherwise otherwise we're i mean things are going as good as they can it's just tough to 
Eh, it's tough to get anything done. Yeah. So, but then between that and grocery stuff, and we're trying to decide what to do with our Florida condo that we fixed up. It's like, I mean, do we even want to go down there at this point? And yeah, whippy. <laughs> uh, as usual, it's just it's just getting through the day to nine o'clock. That's where it's at, baby. Nine p.m. Uh huh. <laughs> You say so. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> it's just like, I I try not to think. Luckily, today is sunny outside. That's nice. But it's like, it's we're in summer movie season and there's nothing. Like, there's no movies. Like, there's no movies to go see. It's like, there's no Bond and Fast and Furious and Top Gun. And it's like, they're all gone for a while. Which, okay, I get it. I understand. But it's like, the only place we can still go is... The, damn grocery store and it's, ugh, it's I hate it I hate going there oh I made a trip yesterday to Worcester went to Aldi went to Lowe's went to Bueller's <sighs> well, face masked and everybody's pissed off and I will say this going to Worcester the majority of people walking around have face masks oh uh, yeah up here thank you thank yeah. you and the ones that don't they all have the same face it's like this Mm-hmm. They're, yeah. they're all angry, angry. Yeah. They, they look at you with your face mask, and like, mm-hmm. it's like, <sighs> yep. No, hey, actually, that is, it's funny you bring that up, because that's the same up here on Giant Eagle on the Strip, is 85% of the people have face masks, and those that don't are angry old white people. Just people that look pissed old, angry white people. Mm-hmm. And, and they look at you disgusted. Yeah, like, why are you, like, you're, it's a conspiracy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, down here where I'm at, they don't look at you angry and whatever. They look at you like, whoa, that's weird. That guy has a mask on. Yeah. Like, they're I like, oh, talk- Ooh, all right. Like, it's a surprise. Yeah, Whereas I talked to my mom the other day. Yeah. And she she said, oh, she's like, at this point, she's like, almost no one wears masks. And she's like, I I don't wear it. She's like, that, you can actually, that could actually make things worse by wearing a mask. I'm like, oh, oh. Oh, you watched right that there. pandemic bullshit. Yeah, pl- stop that right there. Okay, but move on to the next subject. Yep. The mask activates it. Okay, we need to move on. Yeah, yeah the mask activates it, and I'm like, nope. <laughs> nope. Nope, nope, nope. Be- because YouTube has the answers. Okay. <laughs> Are you ready to talk about some movies, sir? Because I, oh, I am. Uh, I'm angrily ready. <laughs> oh, I didn't even tell you all the... Oh, oh you didn't even get a bitch sesh. Go ahead. Right, I mean, no, I mean, just right before. I, I can't. Yeah. It's, let's do the roulette. I okay. Can't. I'm Eric. It's, and I'm Eugene. And here's the roulette. It's time to spin the wheel of the movie roulette. We dive in the ocean cinema and try and find those gems in the rough. <laughs> it's it's funny how kids have boundless energy for anything other than actual physical work. Then it's like, oh, oh I can't. My arms are breaking. <laughs> I'll find some way to make it a game. I'll be like, ah, I hid some, I hid candy in there or something. <laughs> Get to digging. Uh, okay, on this episode of The Roulette, it is, I don't even, still, I watched the movie, still don't know how to say it, The Plagues of Breslau Up Against the Decline. And you are up first, sir. Tell me okay. about The Decline. Uh, the Decline. I, actually, I, I watched this almost... Uh, yeah, it was like two weeks ago. We skipped a week because we were stacking so many episodes, but yeah. happy to report that we're now on target. Yes, I like that. Uh, there it is. 
Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, hour and 23 minutes. Um, fatal accident at a remote survivalist training camp sends participants into a panic and sets the stage for a chilling showdown. This is a French-Canadian movie. What was this? Country French language. Quebec. Okay. Um, it's weird how timely this movie is with just the survivalists and here's we can survive on this food for a year do, 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 and we got our guns woohoo um <laughs> oh yeah that movie yeah um this is a good movie this is a really good movie uh it sets out to do what it needs to do in the right amount of runtime i it just it just seems like every movie i watch anymore i'm like you don't have to be this long this one here like, you take out the end credits, and you're looking at an hour and 17 minutes, maybe. Perfect. It was never bored. And this was a legit good movie. My biggest complaint is half of the movie I watched dubbed, just because it's like, eh, it's a roulette. And then I'm like, no, no, no. This is actually good enough where I actually should be watching the subtitled version because... Crimson Rivers. The, which, Crimson, uh, Crimson Rivers was that way. Remember that? Yes, yeah. But it's like... This is good enough to where the dubbing is actually detracting from the movie because it was, I will say this, for those that want to watch this dubbed, it's not bad. They get the accents right or whatever, but just, I don't know, just as soon as I switched it over to subtitle, I'm like, okay, much better, much better. It's violent. It's, you kind of know the direction it's going to go because it's, here's the people that are like, oh, oh shit, we got to do something about this. And then here's the other group that's like, no, 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 we gotta cover this up. Uh, and obviously things are not gonna end well. The setting is great. They're in this, like, snowy mountains. The violence, it's just a really good movie. That's definitely gonna probably, well, that's definitely gonna probably be a top 10 of the, uh, roulette <laughs> year for me. Uh-huh, that makes uh-huh, sense. Yeah. But it was, I'll watch it again and the next time I wanna watch it, all subtitled. Uh, because, I, I mean, I give it a bit, pretty big thumbs up, but, my initial, like the first 45 minutes is you can tell you're watching a dubbed movie and it's like, ah, it's, you know, it's, it's something about it. It's just a little bit lost in translation, especially with what they're saying. Uh, and as soon as you switch it over to subtitle, I'm like, yep, now we're on. So good movie. Highly recommended. It's for a roulette. That's a big thumbs up. Okay, over on my side. Uh, again, Plagues of Breslin, maybe? Um yeah. Not sure where this movie is from. I'm trying to look it up. Maybe if I IMDB it. There's a lot of vowels, my friend. Malgorzada Kazuchawska is the star of this movie. Also, Daria Widowowska and Katarzyna Bujuslawitskis. Do you want to know the writers and direct? Nah, I'll just get on with the movie. No, I'm good. <laughs> um, this one's a little tough to review. This, I, I'm going to say this. Thumbs up. It's a good movie. Hmm. Uh, the You should definitely keep it in the queue. You should definitely check it out. This is basically a... Uh, don't, uh, do I want to make that comparison or not? Uh, every day at 6 p.m., a serial killer kills another person. Police officer Helena uh, thinks the killings are done by one man only and decides to reveal the killer's identity by getting back in 18th century history of the city. Um, So there is a bit of a 
7 aspect here. Imagine like a... I don't know where this movie is from. I, I, Eastern Europe version of uh, 7 with not as big a budget or as skilled a director quite, but still very much in that kind of tone. I didn't turn the dubbing off on this one. I was okay with the dubbing, even though it was not great. Uh, I enjoyed this movie and thumbs up. Okay? Now we're going to get on to the negatives. Her acting was fine. I didn't have a problem with her acting. But our main character, the uh, this woman detective... I mean, just go to the go to the IMDb so you can see it, or or Google image search. It it's, looks like plagues, but it's not spelled right. P L A G U E S. Okay. Her hair is so fucking awful that, like, the whole movie, I'm going, I hate you, I hate oh, you, oh, oh. and and she's doing this the whole time. Like, she's just. I'm hiding behind that one hair flap, and I just kind of look at you, and I have a bad attitude about everything. And it just... just it, she's snotty to everybody. People are like, hey, how about this? Like, just a little snotty. This was a writing and direction issue. This was not an acting issue. Um, I'm going to go out on that limb. Oh, throughout the whole movie, I just, oh, cut your hair, do something. You're, like, trying to be different, weird, and it's all shaved in the back and the sides and long on the one side. Like, it's so distracting. I'm not saying, I'm not saying. Were they trying to go for a a girl with a dragon tattoo type look, but just didn't pull it off? Maybe. And and I'm not saying, like, uh, uh, be normal or have a normal haircut or. You can have a crazy wild haircut and be a detective in Eastern Europe, but your haircut is shit. (laughs) (laughs) To the point where it is distracting me from the damn movie, and I'm talking about gross shit, where they're like, the serial killer is killing somebody, sewing them up into the skin of a horse. Oh, I like that. That he finds, like, within... uh, 12 hours of the person being killed. Like, they sewed him in there and let the sun kill them as the horse skin contracted. Like, there's some gross-ass shit. Seven-esque in this... The kills in this. They're very creative. That fucking haircut. Mmm. That was a bad decision by somebody because it just, every time, pulls me out of the movie. Every time she... uh, flips her hair and that stupid shit flops around. Oh, it doesn't look like she got that haircut on purpose. It, it looks like she got pranked by her roommate in the middle of the night. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh-huh. Huh? What? Oh, it's awful. Um, keep it in the queue. And okay. You'll, you'll enjoy the kills. Probably won't be flipping on the subtitle. You know what? And, yeah, God, was what? it dubbed or subtitled? This was on. Uh, <laughs> this was on one of the like the Hoopla Canopy stuff, wasn't it? I think so. Yeah. I don't have it written down, uh, but I got to enjoy both. It was dubbed and subtitled, and I couldn't turn it off. Oh, wonderful! Wonderful! So I got to hear the stupid shithead dubbing. 
but also got to see the uh, subtitles that were like, mm, that's not actually what they're saying. Here's what they're actually oh, saying. And it's just like, ah, oh, damn it. That's, uh, why did you go with that? Because it matched up with their lips. <sighs> At any rate, it, it, oh, it's a good movie, but man, did it get, sh- it, oh. <laughs> well, it sounds like both of our roulettes were positive then. Yeah, for I mean, the most part, this will definitely be on on. I don't know if it'll make all of the best of for the end of the year, but this will definitely be a positive review. And, cool. and again, I'm I, I'm going to be very clear. I'm not blaming the actress. I don't yeah. believe that she made these decisions. If she did, shame, wrong decision. Uh, anyway, okay. Uh, are you ready to move on to the next round? Yes, I am. Doing good. Okay. Okay. Uh, you're up first. Okay. First up is After Midnight. This is on Canopy. It is an only an hour and 23 minutes when his girlfriend suddenly disappears, leaving a cryptic note as her only explanation. Hank's comfortable life and his sanity begin to crack. Uh, then, from the woods surrounding his house, something terrible starts trying to break in. This is from Jeremy Gardner. He directed The Battery, which is a, a super, super low budget zombie movie uh, that I watched that um, it was good but done with no money. Uh, having said that it was good for what it was. So let's see oh, what he... I threw this one your way before. I believe so, yeah. I'm trying to find what the... my I can't find the budget of this thing, but um, I wouldn't mind giving another one of his movies a try. And this drama, horror, <laughs> sci-fi. So there's that. Uh, next up is Earth and Blood. Hour and 20 minutes. This is a French movie uh, on Netflix. Uh, Saeed owns a sawmill deep in the woods, which he decides to sell. Little does he know that one of his apprentices has cornered... uh, Let's just... Little does he know that one of his apprentices has... Once again... Once again, let's rewind that bitch. Oh, it's too uh, late now. It's funny. Oh, little does he know. Future Eric has <laughs> not given a shit now. <laughs> little does he know that one of his apprentices was cornered. There we go. I got it. Was cornered by his brother and forced to hide a large amount of cocaine inside the factory. Now, this director, Julian something French, um, also directed a, um, recently a Jean-Claude Van Damme movie called The Bouncer, which I have actually been wanting to see. I thought that it looked pretty good. So, for some reason, he also made a movie called The Crew from 2015, and I'm like, I am sure that I have seen that movie, but I don't remember it. So, anyway, there you go. Um, Lastly, uh, I tried my hardest to find this on Netflix, and I found, like, ah, there we are. There it is. Aerials from 2016, uh, 90 minutes. Earth is invaded by aliens from outer space and un... Good Lord, Eugene. An intermarried couple living in the city of Dubois. Wait, say that right either, did I? Intermarried couple? What does that mean? Intermarried couple. This is IMDb. Uh, Uh, Okay, carry on. It's uh, not your fault. It's not your fault. Uh, Dubois. intermarried couple. Wait a minute. Let's just pause. Yeah, are they Mormons? Or? Oh, no, wait, wait, let's, let's, let's break this down. What is this? An intermarried couple. Yeah, I'm wondering if this is... this is Maybe, like, Mormon. he's married to her, and 
she's married to someone else? Is this kind of a Joe Tiger Lion Guy thing <laughs> type going on? <laughs> yes, that's what I think. Joe Tiger uh-huh. Lion Guy. <laughs> um, uh, confined to their home due to the uncertainty of the situation, disconnected from the dot, dot, dot. See full synopsis, nope, summary. Nope, nah, nope. I'm good. Nope, that should do it. <laughs> yeah, much like when I'm finding stuff for you. If it says horror, it's on. There it go. Yep. It says aliens, it, it's in. Sorry, I was just expecting a Kleenex, and it is not Kleenex. Oh, it is a hanky. I mean, I am <laughs> rock. And this... <laughs> and you told me about the hanky. I should oh, have yeah. expected it, but and this hanky, you just like, whipped it out, and it's... Oh, yeah. I fill this bad boy up. <laughs> like, to the point where it's like, well, okay, well, I have to put it on on my on my heater in my office, because it dries it no, very, very no, quickly, and then I can... it into the washing machine, not, not the heater. I like to get, I'd like to what get do you a do, good dry solid... it off, and then you just kind of break all the crust off? No, not really break it off. I just kind of, I just re repurpose it. <laughs> but, but the good thing is, is like, it takes minutes for it to dry. And then, um, yeah, then I, I've got a fresh, well, nope. recycled, recycled hanky for another day. This thing here, eh, I'm rocking this for the day number three or two. I don't know. I only have two hankies, so I have to make them last in between washings and the cats and allergies. And this one here, it's, it's not too stiff yet. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, between this and finding out that your landing homepage is just Yahoo, I'm just <laughs> shocked. I'm just shocked by you. Uh, and I actually I more about you in two weeks than I have in two years. Yeah, it was funny listening back to one of the older, old, whatever podcast it was that you were talking about, your landing page was Facebook. I'm like, what? And I'm like, that's just so bizarre. Wait, like MSN or Yahoo. That's normal. No. No, <laughs> most people go and set their homepage. I like, guess says the guy that has a dirty hanky sitting you, beside yeah, him. Yeah, you oh, just break the crust off and keep on. Okay, coming your way, uh, Sleepless. <laughs> a Las Vegas cop attempts to rob a drug shipment from a casino kingpin, but the heist goes horribly wrong, leading to the kidnap of his son, starring Jamie Foxx. That's why that one got thrown up there. More on him later. <clears throat> I am Divine. This captivating documentary explores the life and work of filmmaker John Waters' muse, internationally celebrated drag superstar Divine, which I, this instantly got added to mine. I don't know where you really fall on, like, John Waters and this kind of stuff, and I actually haven't seen uh, John Waters' stuff that was with Divine. I, I but uh, Oh, I have. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but I am a fan of John Waters, so it was like, I, I gotta see this. Uh, and lastly, your horror movie, All Sinners Night on um, Amazon Prime. A reporter's wife committed suicide on Halloween one year prior, and he suspects a satanic cult is actually responsible. Eugene's in. Yeah. Uh, all Sinners Night. Sacrifice five, uh, uh, let's just go keywords here. Uh, suicide, Halloween, satanic cult, um, deaths, Halloween, uh, killers, masked, masked killers. No, uh, okay. Prey, sacrifice five victims, one for each point of the pentagram. Hmm. If 89 minutes. If, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and if it wouldn't be for Jamie Foxx, I would definitely be jumping on that. Actually, those all three. I mean, I'm guessing the last one's going to be total shit, but mm-hmm. I would watch it. Yep. Uh, but the John Waters one, that's tempting because I, I watched Pink Flamingos. That's the main one with Divine, which is just 
Gross. Just gross. <laughs> Most of his movies are. Oh, yeah. yeah. But I, that I, sounds I watch them all, but there's only like two that I actually like, but I, I appreciate uh, what he represents in cinema. I agree. Yep, I agree. But Sleepless for the Win, this, uh, that looks like a good good action movie for a roulette. Like, especially with Jamie Foxx, that elevates it slightly. Or not slightly, uh, quite a bit, actually. Mm. Uh, he's a good actor. Yep. Uh, and I gotta say, I was really going to take Ariel's. But I think I'm going to take After Midnight. I kind of feel like a horror movie. Oh, cool. That's horror, isn't it? Yeah, horror sci-fi. Um, I'm going to give that one a shot. I, but I'm that, actually that Ariel's, throw, I want that back. I, I want that okay. one up there again. Uh, just because of, uh, and again, it's like, I think that it was like a couple thousand dollars is what he made that the battery for. And for what it was, I remember I'm like, that, they did a good job. Uh, so I'm curious to see what his, I think he has one other one after that that I have not seen, but, um, yeah, cool. Now this says Kuwait. Well, they may have filmed it there for, I don't know, cheapness. (laughs) Okay. All right, I'll check it out. After Midnight for me. Uh, there you go. Next episode of the roulette will be After Midnight up against Sleepless. And I don't expect your review on Sleepless to be good, because I didn't really hear anything great about that, but it's like, Jamie Foxx, kind of an action-y thing, 90 minutes. Yeah, yeah. I haven't watched, actually, a, a, an action movie in a while, so, yeah, I'm due for one. Unless you consider the Purge movies action, which I suppose you probably could. We'll be talking about those a little bit later. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. Uh, all right, there you go. Okay, recently watched. What you okay. been into, sir? Oh, we've been, we've been kind of a little bit radio silency. Yeah, there's there's some well, I I hesitate to say gems, but there's there's some interesting ones in here that I've watched since our last uh, our last taping. Um, yeah, I got a little bit of the good, the bad, and the ugly going on here with me. Same here. I'm, I'm all over the place. Yeah, I want to finish up uh, the James Bonds. Oh, finished them all up. Every last stinking one of them. <laughs> Um, and I, <laughs> Do you need I don't even remember where we left off. Uh, oh, I think I had for your Thunderball. eyes only was the last one. Okay. Well, let me find it here on my list for your eyes. For your eyes only. Oh, I hate that song. Um, <laughs> did I review that one? I, yeah, it's on the list. Okay. Um, man, have I even talked about the gentleman since our, no, <sighs> uh, you texted me lots of yeah. hateful things about it, but. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, finish up the finish up the damn uh, bonds. Yeah, I always want to get them done. Uh, Thunderball and You Only Live Twice, Doctor No, and The Living Daylights. The last well, Judas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, come on, man. I'm making notes over here. Oh, it's I a just, little difficult when you're like, ah, I just want to get Thunderball. You only live twice, and for your eyes only, and you die another something yeah. or something. <laughs> Thunderball. What? I will say Thunderball. That. Okay, let's start with Thunderball. Um. You know, I went in with such low expectations. I've always just kind of disliked this movie. And like this time, other than the, I think the, to me personally, the, the poor decision to have an underwater battle, you can't move fast. So it's a slow paced underwater battle for the final thing. But other than that, I'm like, you know what? This isn't near as bad as I remember it being. It's, 
It's after Golden or after Goldfinger, um, so it's more of that. But it, I I liked it more than I remember liking it in previous viewings. But that that end underwater battle with the scuba divers is just floating around with their spear harpoon gun things, and I'm like. I'll take the slow-moving astronauts from Moonraker any day. Uh, hang on, here I come. Here yeah, I here come. we go. Hang on, hang on. I'll be there in a minute the to kill you. Flippers and yeah. The only thing I—that's another one where it just goes right out my brain. But the only thing I remember about that one is there was a motorcycle with rockets. Yes. Yeah, I, and, I believe so. And the underwater thing—that's it. Yeah, but it was fine for what it was. Um, after that, I watched You Only Live Twice. That's the one where. Uh, Sean Connery miraculously and incredibly turns into a uh, Chinese gentleman. Yeah. Oh! <laughs> and that title. Oh, Because, you know, I, uh, oh, I died today. Yeah, it's, good, thing I, it's witty. good thing I got that second life. It's witty. Um, it's okay. <laughs> uh, I kind of remember... Uh, an underground lair or something in a volcano. I mean, this is all just vapors in my brain going out my ears now. <laughs> just there's a and there's ninjas. Like he teams up with sure. ninjas, and and James Bond can beat them. Yes, um, and I kind of remember. Oh yeah, this is the one with Donald Pleasance as uh, Blofeld, which was kind of cool. But it, it, as with all of these, it's okay. He's caught James Bond. Now shoot him in the head, or or or. An alternative thing you could do is explain to him what you're doing and say, I'm going to kill you in the worst, worst way possible later on. But for now, let's just chain you up here to this pole. Loose Sharks pole. with freaking laser beams. Yeah, yes. Uh, going back to Thunderball for one second. Uh, that is one of the reasons, though, that I love that uh, Val Kilmer movie, Top Secret. Oh, you, okay. Yeah. Do you remember, you remember the end of that where he's in a bar fight underwater? <laughs> Is it because of this movie? I, I, in my head, yes. I have to think so. <laughs> um, anyway, sorry. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh, and uh, I will say, You Only Live Twice has a really cool helicopter battle with James Bond in this tiny little airplane helicopter type thing, squaring off against other kind of small little helicopter rockety things. No, I didn't like it. But again, I'm just, at this point, I'm just... These are the leftover scrappings, and I'm, I'm just trying like get through this. And I, I, my stack of other movies that I want to watch is piling up. I'm like, oh, I'm like, two more, just two more. And I'm like, I'm, I'm ready for another Bond that's not Sean Connery. But I'm like, oh, that means Doc, that means Doctor No is the last thing. And I'm like, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. I'm not. Once again, those Pierce Brosnan ones just keep kind of tick, 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 moving up. <laughs> I'm like, I got Living Daylights and Dr. No. I'm like, let's just do Dr. No, get it done with. Uh, it's okay. I, I mean, I try, again, I tried to watch it with the mindset of this is the first one. They are setting things up. I kind of thought it was cool that it was more stripped down and there wasn't all the silly gadgets. It was just him and a gun, pretty much. Um, but the plot of that one is so oh, bad. Ridiculous. And everybody's like, oh, there's a dragon on that island. Or a big boxy-looking army tank that has a dragon painted on it or something. I'm like, what? Really? <sighs> okay, if you say so, yes, it's a dragon that kills people. A.K.A. army tank. And a work call. No. no. Um, 
Uh, Ursula, I'm not sure what her last name is. Andrus. Oh, oh, gorgeous, gorgeous blonde mm-hmm. girl. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, honestly, it was not as bad as I was thinking it was going to be, but it was, it's just so dated and early 60s. Like, this is like, this, it's, Oh, and there was no, no no song to this one, so there was a lot of. I mean, a shit ton of that. Um, okay, then last but not least is the Living Daylights. Uh, back to Timothy Dalton. I've watched this one quite a bit, and you know this one here. Uh, watching it in close proximity with uh, License to Kill, I. I'm liking License to Kill a lot more. Oh yeah, License to Kill is the better one. Yeah, and I you, I used to think that Living Daylights was, but eh, I like the hard edge of License to Kill. This is good, but um, the highlight of this, well, yeah, he teamed up with the Taliban in the end, which I'm like, oh, you're going full on Rambo here, huh? Rambo three, yeah, yeah. yeah buddy, uh, those but, good buddies of ours, the Taliban. Oh, oh it's just painful. Uh, but him hanging out, like, like you said in the previous podcast, him hanging out of that big cargo plane, I don't know how they did that, but that is an impressive stunt. If, if gun to my head, you said, I want you to make a list right now of the impressive stunts that Bond has done, that would make the top ten. That would be one of the first things I would think of. Uh-huh. It is. It looks legit dangerous. It freaks me out. Like, I, I watch it and I get that weird old man feeling in my knees like I'm about to fall off the skyscraper. And you know, that's not green screen. That's not CGI. Somehow they pulled that off. Um, I'm sure that he was wired and bolted to whatever yeah. the stuntman was to that plane. But still, there's a couple of real quick scenes in there. And they like I talk about those real quick flash scenes in uh, the Pierce Brosnan movies. where uh, And it's the same with the Timothy Dalton ones. There's a couple of real quick, real quick things in there where He's kind of flopping, like the thing is flopping around, like uh huh, like mm, that wasn't planned. They 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 weren't trying to do that. <laughs> <laughs> that was bad. Somebody got hurt on that one. Uh huh. And yep. and of course you're gonna you know you definitely keep that shit in. But yeah, I, ugh, I see it happen and it makes my butthole pucker. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, and it was it was a good bond. His car is cool. He we do a. a Aston Martin on the uh, on the ice scene where I think he shoots a rocket out of it and then it perfectly t- it was a perfectly timed I love those and he ramps the shit out of that thing and it's got uh-huh. skis and it all made a lot more sense than die another day yes it did so <laughs> but I've cleansed the palate I'm done with all of the bonds minus the Daniel Craig's which I'm okay with I'm gonna save those for. All a rewatch before the newest one, hopefully this next winter. So, I mission accomplished. I <laughs> yeah, mission accomplished. That's the best way. That's the best way to just finish off the Bond thing. Mission accomplished. <laughs> yes, I, I I don't know how else to. It's, I made America great again. I guess. It's, oh, shut up! <laughs> you, made, you made Britain great again. Yes, dick. I did. <laughs> oh, you remember the one Bond movie where Roger Moore? He's snow skiing or something from away from bad guys. I think it was the spy who loved me. And, um, uh, or maybe off, was it, whatever it was with the giant British parachute. Yeah, I think, but it was right before something It's right before he gets rescued or whatever. Uh, they, they have to do the bitch, the, the bitch boys, <laughs> the bitch boy, the beach boys. Um, I wish they all could be California. 
You don't remember that? Oh, no, I don't remember that. I bu- oh, it's awful. Like, oh, it's like, <laughs> not cool. It's not, and then of course, you know, like, it, it, like, is a, it immediately stops that song and, but, um, oh, I hated when they did the Beach Boy song. It's just, maybe it was licensed. No, not like, I mean, uh, you, I don't know. It's mutual yeah, license to a thing to a kill to the daylights. Right. To a right. second, a second, second life. Uh, yeah. But that's those Roger Moore ones. Just but I, if I'm going to wrap up your, your Bondathon, uh, this time around, I feel like, uh, last time that you kind of did this, it, it, you were still on the Roger Moore, uh-huh. uh, bandwagon. And I feel like this time you have come around to just about every opinion that I have. And so <laughs> I love it. I love yeah. it. Espe- especially, and th- I shouldn't feel this way, but especially the, uh, knocking down the Roger Moore ones a peg because uh-huh. there's so many in there that are just forgettable. Like, yeah. I, I can't keep track of them. I, I gotta say, other than the Daniel Craig's. Oh, there we go. There we go. <laughs> the headphones flew off. <laughs> oh, the smacketh of, uh, no, that doesn't make sense. Layeth of the smack. Oh, fuck, Eugene. Boy, I am a tongue-tied <laughs> <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> your mission, should you choose to accept it, is to... Chase the kids upstairs. Make your children be silent for an hour. Mm-hmm. Sorry, boss. No can do. Yeah. Um, but, and for me, wrapping up the bonds, uh, I gotta say, on this watch, uh, I think Moonraker is still my favorite. Um, I think things have shifted a bit. Uh, Majesty's Secret Service is... I think I appreciate it more than I actually enjoy it at this point. Uh, so it's still up there, but it's dropped down. Moonraker is still my favorite of all of the pre-Craig uh, Bonds. However, number two is definitely Goldeneye. That, that movie kicked ass. Nice. Um, what, what was number one? I think Moonraker is my favorite oh, Bond okay. movie. I, I love that movie. You will not get any argument from me on that. Yeah. But Goldeneye, uh, the army tank scene is... That's one of, if not about the best action scene of any James Bond other, again, other than some of the stuff that uh, Daniel Craig's doing. Right. And, uh, and if anybody is curious what my very, very least favorite one is, it's, <laughs> it's rotting know. in the very, very bowels of hell right now. And that's all you need to know. <laughs> and will be watched again in about four or five years. Oh, no, oh it definitely will. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, you didn't name it. Die another day. Oh, I, I, I figured that at this point people know yeah. that it's, okay. it's, it's invisible well, you really time. did rag the shit out of uh, uh, the world is not enough, and I, I kind of feel like again, I still feel like yeah. I'm actually looking here, and because uh, I, I actually listed them, and I've got die another day as number zero 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 whatever. Never say never again. I did not like that movie. I haven't watched. Now, granted, I didn't watch that one this viewing because I just don't care. Uh, Diamonds Are Forever is the very next one after that. I actually liked World Is Not Enough more than Diamonds Are Forever. Diamonds Are Forever was, oh, seeing Sean Connery sit on a dinky little three-wheeler with big fat tires and, oh, that movie was bad. But yeah, The World Is Not Enough, I, no love for me on that one. That's fine. Again, I'm not extolling the virtues of that film. I'm just saying that as far as the, uh, 
uh, Pierce Brosnan ones. For me, that was the next one that yeah. was okay. Yeah, fear uh, not. T- Tomorrow Never Dies is right after that, though. I mean, they're just all mm. Mm, Tomorrow Never Dies for me. Probably the worst Bond movie. Uh, are we going to get a top five from you and a bottom five? I, you said you were going to make a list, or are we? Getting- yeah, I did. I mean, I, I'm looking at the list right now. I, oh, okay. Um, I, I mean, I'm going to take out Never Say Never Again because I didn't watch it on this one, and it's I it, I kind of sort of consider it to be a, bar, a part of the Bonds, but it's different, you know. But my bottom five, which very very unpopular opinion on this one here, is from Russia with Love. I, I cannot get into that movie. It's just talky and boring and. Meh, uh, the commercial with, with love, tomorrow never dies, world is not enough, diamonds are forever. Oh, tomorrow never dies made the bottom of that list. Uh huh. Oh, good, good. Yeah. And then last but not, uh, last but least, die another day. <laughs> so that's the bottom five for me. Good, good. Uh, top, I'm, I'm top so- for me is Moonraker Goldeneye, Majesty's Secret Service, Spy Who Loved Me, and Live and Let Die. Although, why now that I think about it, License to Kill should... Yeah, oh yeah, that should be in there. That should be in there. So I might even swap Majesty's Secret Service out for that. I just... I did Lazenby in that one, and Telly Savalas is good. There's a lot of good... There's a great hour and 50-minute movie in a two-hour, 20-minute-ish movie on that one. Oh, there's a lot of Bond movies that fit into that description. Yeah. So. But I, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. <clears throat> but then stuff like, you know, Octopussy... Man with the Golden Gun. They fall squarely in the middle there of their their fun. Yeah, that that middle twenty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I agree. For me, it's yeah. Golden Eye, uh, followed by License to Kill. <sighs> Maybe Living Daylights. That might be next. Nice. Really? Even above Moonraker, huh? Moonraker would probably be fourth. Hey, Roger Moore is such a damn dork. It's- <laughs> Trust I, I grew up on them. I grew up on them, and I really appreciate some of those movies. But then, then I come across that one. <clears throat> oh. And I'm just like, fuck all your movies. Like all of them go down a peg because of that. because of yeah, Barney Even Fife with Moonraker. There's still some some goofiness in there with it. Jaws and the uh, oh, the pigtail girl that he falls in love with, <laughs> which is fine, but it's it's still. There's still a scene or two where it's like they're making goofy faces at each other, and I'm like, eh, eh. Um, but Moonraker would definitely be in my top five. Yeah. What would I go next? Ugh. Who cares? That's the start of the twenty right there. Yeah, I know. Who gives a shit after that. Uh huh. Oh, I mean, and then way at the very bottom, die another day. Yes, we're very, 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 very bottom. I cannot tell you how much I hate that movie. Right above that is the one where he's a clown. <laughs> I think I think that would be next. <laughs> oh, good times! I'm, it's, I, I feel like I've accomplished a major you know, achievement in my life right now. Having <laughs> you did because you came around to my way of thinking on the top five. That's all that matters. Yeah, I don't yeah. give a shit after that. As long as as long as I got I got you appreciating Goldeneye. Who gives a shit? It's a golden eye! Oh, Tina Turner song. <laughs> a lot of those songs are shit. They are. I agree. The, the One of my least favorite, though, is Garbage from Garbage. I don't know what the song's called, but it's just Garbage. I don't remember. Oh, I hate that song. The world is not enough. And something else is singing about. 
My hair is red and I'm grungy. Oh, ho, 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 ho. <laughs> oh that is one bitter 80s man. Don't like that hair. Oh, I know. Yeah. I was really like, angry about grunge coming around. <laughs> oh, give me Duran Duran any day. Well, I don't disagree with that. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, okay. Let me go through a... Well, you went through four. Let me do a little series here. <sighs> this is your fault. That I watched <laughs> these. I got stuck down this rabbit hole. The Purge 2. Anarchy. The Purge 3. Election Year. The Purge 4. The First Purge. Purgy purgeness and the purging of the purge. The pur- There's no way I'm going to like these sequels. I didn't like the original, really. I mean, it's fine. It's got an interesting idea, but I've- what else are we going to do with this other than just mindless killing? Yeah, turns out mindless killing can be a lot more entertaining than a home invasion movie. <laughs> yep. I'm going to review all three of these movies at the same time because I watch them all back to back to back to back to back so I can't differentiate between any of them. Um, liked it. Liked it. Liked it. Liked all three of them better than I think The Purge. Uh, I understand why that movie was made the way it was. It was a... It was on a budget. and yeah, I get it. Uh, and I'll re-review that at some point, but after three Purge movies, I, I'm good. I really liked all these sequels. Guess what? When, when they make another one, I'm going to watch it. I, I will actually be looking forward to it. I was shocked sitting through all three of these movies. Because you, you you kept saying, there, I bought them, they're my voodoo, you need to give them a chance. It's like, <laughs> Yet another horror series that I gotta get everything checked off. Alright. I... I was entertained through all of these movies. I mean, damn. Are they great? No. 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 But they're better than the first one, I think. I think I think that's where I'm at right now. So, uh... That... I dug them. I'm on the purge train. I, did, did you like the, uh... I mean, when they, they... They pretty much created their own little purge universe or whatever. Like, here's the backstory. Here's... And it's kind of sort of relevant. Not kind of. It actually is very relevant, I think. Uh, I... I like the social commentary stuff that those movies have achieved. I don't know what relevance you're talking about. I what was the what was my tweet here? Let's just go look at my tweeter because that's where I go say dumb shit <laughs> that I know that my family either won't see or won't comment on because they don't know how to use the tweeter. <laughs> that there tweeter. It's all fake news. Everybody's wearing a mask. Dumbasses. I was just talking to Missy about how we watched, were sneaking watching V when we were kids. Oh, yeah. Good shit. Oh, I got a few likes on this tweet. Uh, this one guy said, Big debate on conservative Twitter right now is whether it's okay to murder someone in the street for walking onto a home construction site. And I said, it depends if it's Purge Day. Ooh, good. Ah, that's good. Because <laughs> uh, that's what they're that's what they're debating. Well, I don't and I don't know what was going on in that story, but at the same time, eh, 
He's black, so we got a question. Uh, we got a yeah. We got what was he up to? What happened before that video started? Said our illustrious orange Cheeto president. Yep. <clears throat> Fuck yeah. Uh, yeah, they think it's they think we're living in the purge. Uh, I think they'd be for it. Oh, I know. I totally do. I, I, I'm, I'm like a lot of this is not that terribly far fetched uh, with today's climate. I'm like. Especially when they even got into the whole relig- kind of the religious aspect of the election year one. I'm like, hmm, hey, I could see that somehow being justified, especially if Orangey would approve it. I'm like, hmm, that's somehow biblical, maybe. There's literally nothing that his supporters will not back. Yeah, I know. <clears throat> anyway, but I'm, I'm with you on that. I actually watched all four, of, all four of them again, and I really liked the first one. And after I watched the first one first... And I'm like, oh, the other ones. I'm like, I'm going to watch them all. And I, I'm going to watch The First Purge as well. Uh, and I'm like, I'm not going to like them as much as that good home invasion one. But nope, they're all better. I, they're, they are uh, just good action movies. And I, again, I really like, especially The First Purge. I liked the social, basically, fuck you, far right nutters. I loved that. Oh, in the end, when the, uh, the main, Hero of the movie just starts. I mean, he's just a jack ass kicker. He's great. Great. <laughs> what is a jack? A jack. <laughs> so spaced out. I didn't know what you were talking about. A jack ass uh, kicker is a. Uh, no, a, no. He was a jack ass kicker, is what you said. <laughs> oh, what I meant was a jacked, like really tough. Oh, ass I thought kicker. you I wasn't sure if he was kicking jackasses asses or. Well, that too. That too. Okay. Yeah. yeah, there was a scene. There was that one part where, I, well, I texted you, in in the first purge, where all of a sudden, all of a sudden, uh, yeah, a bunch of brothers showed up and <laughs> just uh, John wicked the shit out of a bunch of people in some smoke, and I was like, oh, oh, I like this movie. I like this movie a lot. That was awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just didn't expect it. It was kind of out of nowhere, but. Uh, what I do need from another, from a, uh, the Purge 5, um, a little more, I, I need a little more, uh, people saving people. The comic book guy in me needs a, a few more heroes in there. I mean, mm. they got some people protecting people and whatnot, but I, I need some, I need some badasses. I need some Captain Americas out there kicking the shit out of, out of the, yeah. the, the jacked asses. <laughs> Hold on a sec. (laughs) The jacked asses. There we go. (laughs) Um, Okay, you talked for a long time on Bond. I'll do one more here. I just finished up watching this morning Django Unchained. (laughs) Please tell me you liked it. I'm going to be so sad if you're like, eh. Uh, Now, of all of Tarantino's films, this is probably the one I've watched the least. I can pretty safely say that. Maybe other than Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, but that's only because it's so new. But I have seen that one at least twice. I I think I think this is maybe my third time watching this one. Uh, and usually, I've been on record before on the show, I don't like movies that in and around slavery stuff. I just... There's a weird... <sighs> entertainment slash education issue there where it's like, ah, I shouldn't be entertained by this. 
I will say this. I love this movie. Oh, did I love this movie. And this is, this is, especially after watching Inglorious Bastards just, uh, what, a few weeks or months ago. This, this is the Tarantino that I love because he understands the revenge fantasy flick better than uh, most people will even understand because yeah. of his knowledge of the 60s and 70s cinema and the stuff that he throws in there that literally goes over most people's heads, I think, that watch it. They're just like, yay, kill Nazis, fun. It's like, it's more than that. It, it, it is a, a love letter to the World War II movies of the of that era, and this one is a revenge fantasy that is who the hell does not want to see Nazis getting their faces shot off? Mm-hmm. Who the hell does not want to watch slavers get just murdered every which way? And let's do it in that seventies way that I love that I, there, there are so many homages here because it's, it's one to the Django movies, but also to, uh, I don't, I, is there such a thing as slave movies? I, it just that weird subgenre where he he does it in that Django way, which is all the bodies are giant bags of blood. Oh, the explosions, geysers, explosions and geysers of blood, and it's glorious. And I want all of them to die, and all the people that he wants. How do I put this? He builds these people up in a way that. You're, oh, this this person needs to die. You're like, yeah, mm, I need to see this person die. Walter Goggins being one of them in that movie. Yeah. And, because, uh, and the, here the, he is. Here uh-huh. he's dying. The sister. Yeah. The, the sister oh. slash incesty. Oh, I hated her. Mm. Say goodbye. Gone. I'm sorry, Django, but I couldn't resist. <laughs> Just Leo's got to go. That motherfucker. <laughs> Everybody in this movie that had to go went, but it, it, there's also the um, very interesting decision for him to remake such an iconic property from the 70s, 60s, 70s, whatever, and make the guy black mm-hmm. and set it in America. I mean, obviously all those movies were supposed to be set in America, but to, to do it at that time and place, there was just so much damn thought that went from Quentin Tarantino to the page and so much love for the sixties, seventies and, and that kind of exploitation. I, 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 I'm telling you, dude, I, I watched most of this movie last night. And when I hit play, I was like two hour, 45, 50 minutes. What the fuck? Like, damn, I got to a certain point last night where it's like, Oh, I'm about to fall asleep. I'm going to stop. I picked it up this morning at like 6am another hour to go hour 15. Like, damn, it's long. Not a damn thing I'd take out. It, it's hardcore, and I, I really would like to have a conversation with some of the actors on there because, uh, as a white guy, I even I know that they're being actors and playing roles. I couldn't. I don't think I could even go around saying the N word like they do. I, I know. I'd, like, I'd have to have a meeting with every POC on set beforehand and apologize. I, I, I just couldn't do it. And some of the guys fling it around like nothing. And some of the guys try and get through it as fast as humanly possible. <laughs> uh, his casting in here. I love his casting of, uh, uh, what's his name? The guy from Dukes of Hazard. Every time I see him pop up, I'm like, ha! Yeah! I Dukes like of Hazard? Yeah. 
Oh, uh, wait, wait. Are you sure that Miami Vice, Don Johnson? I'm not talking about Don Johnson. I love Don what? Johnson because I'm an 80s kid as well. I'm talking about... Uh, he plays the marshal. The guy, he uh, Christoph Waltz walks into town. He goes, nah, nah, that's the sheriff, boy. You get the sheriff. And he comes and gets the sheriff, and he shoots him down. And he goes, now nah, you can go get the marshal. <laughs> and then the marshal comes, and that, ah, oh, what is his freaking name? I'll find it here. Okay. Uh, I memorized his name this morning, and I, I always forget. But every time I see those guys from, uh, that was one of the shows from my childhood, much like V, much like uh, War of the Worlds. Um, I just, every time I see those people pop up, I'm like, yay. And Franco Nero. Tom, oh, Wo- Tom Wopat. U.S. Marshal Gil Tatum. Yep. Bruce Stern. Mm-hmm. Little. Feels a little comfortable throwing that N-word around. <laughs> Not making a judgment on him, but. Whereas Tom Wopat was like. like uh, I, said, I said it the one time I was supposed to. It's in the script. That's it. We're moving on. <laughs> uh, where, where would you. Where would you. Uh put Django in with the rest of his filmography. It's so hard to place all his movies because at, like Django at one point was kind of down the list, but then you watch it and it's like, no, 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 that's probably number one or two. Like that's perfect. It's a perfect movie. I, it is, uh, it's, I like his revenge stuff the most and it's going to be kill Bill's going to always win just because yeah. I'm the Kung Fu guy. Uh, Inglorious Bastards is going to be right behind it because I don't have to hear the N-word except maybe once or twice in that movie. Like, I think mm. it might get dropped in there a little bit. Uh, and then Django would be number three, I think. Because uh, even Death Proof is a great revenge movie. It's His movies are just awesome. And uh, yeah, we're, we're debating ten, tens and nines and t- eight. Yeah. You know, it's like... Uh, I'm trying to look here. Again, Pulp Fiction will be at the bottom of the list. I just don't care. Death Proof. Oh, and Glorious Bastards is so freaking good. I actually just went and, even though I just watched that movie what, a couple weeks ago, I went the other day and, and re-watched the, uh, that one scene just because it delights me to no end. And it's the scene where they... Hugo Stiglitz. There's not a man in the German army who does not know the name Hugo Stiglitz. And they look up to him and he just goes, like, yeah, bitches. Uh, But them breaking him out of prison is uh, just, I I just love it. I just, when was the last time you, so, so far you've been amateur. Would you like to step up to the big leagues? Go pro? Oh, I love it. And he just looks up with that that grin and that oh that twitch that only he can do. Oh, uh-huh. that's so good. When was the last time you've seen uh Hateful Eight? Uh actually I watched let's see, saw it with you in the theater in the seventy mil. Uh watched it on when it hit Netflix. The did you watch the the series type thing? No, I didn't watch the series type thing. But I've seen it uh three times now. Okay. And it's good. I enjoy that film. But uh, that one would probably be a little more down the list. Um, again, not ripping it. Just yeah, I love it. I I love that movie so much, especially in the uh, the episodic version because it actually it makes it a lot easier to watch. Hmm. Uh, I I love that movie. But again, I I don't know where I would put that. I because I Django is as good or better. They're all tens. Uh, but again, I I am actually probably with you on Pulp Fiction being my. 
I can't believe I'm saying it. That or Reservoir Dogs being my least favorite because Jackie Brown is awesome. Oh, I'm putting Reservoir Dogs above Pulp Fiction. I, I that was the first QT, and that's where I fell in love with him. And yeah. that's another thing that he does. We've talked about this before, I think, but he does really well, especially in Django, uh, where they're having a conversation, and you're like, "What the hell? Where is this going?" No, like it seems like just such a random conversation when he's sitting in that bar, explaining to him about like a. Uh, uh, bounty hunting yeah. after he just shot the sheriff and, and he's still in his uh, trying to choose my words carefully here. He's still kind <laughs> of in a, in a slave mind a little bit. He's like, what is this weird German dude? Yeah. Doing, uh, just shot the sheriff. I'm going to get killed. You know, uh, that conversation is, is, oh, it's fantastic. But that's QT's magic. At the end, he can bring it around to something that is relevant to the overall plot of the whole uh-huh. movie, where so many people try and emulate that, and they don't bring it around to something that makes, that has anything to do with anything. Um, see, bad time at the El Royale. Um, <clears throat> I loved that movie, but that's... Okay, fine. Um, <laughs> but that was another thing I, because uh, I only watched Once Upon a Time in Hollywood twice now because it's so new uh but that's another thing he does really well in that movie and you'll see it when you rewatch it i'm gonna hit play on, i mean i almost hit planet the other night and then wife wanted to watch a movie so i'm like ad astra it is which it's perfectly fine she wanted to, and i'm like well do you want to watch an older movie or something new no i'm like fuck okay um <laughs> any interest in once upon a time and i'm like no 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 eugene nope. don't do don't do that eugene don't do that Nope. No, that's not that's not a good idea. No. Um, Django. Uh, I want to touch on a couple more scenes, a couple more things here, real quick. Uh, Franco Nero, getting him to come in and sit down, and then look at his black remake counterpart. Just fucking brilliant. Uh huh. Just brilliant on so many levels. I just had to sit there and marvel. The D is silent. And he just looks at him and goes, yeah, I know. I just wanted to, I just, I just want to be behind the scenes after they go cut. And I just want to see him and uh, <laughs> those two guys have a conversation to the actors. Like, how cool is this? This is awesome. Um, what else? Uh, so many scenes where Jamie Foxx just slays. Just freaking slays. I, not since, um, it, like, if I would ever run into that guy, I would, I'd be like, you made Django Unchained. And you made Collateral. Like, those two performances are so polar opposite, but also just top 100 of all time. I, like, I can probably actually say that and back it up. Wasn't he, he was also, uh, <laughs> Tubbs in Miami Vice, right? Yeah. Okay, yep. that's what I thought so. Oh, that was a good movie. I need to watch that one again, too. Mm-hmm. Damn good movie. Uh, uh, detective. Uh, it's, yeah. That's, but... but you know, the thing is, with Jamie Foxx, he can even elevate stuff like Stealth, that, that which was a mediocre movie, but I like it enough. It's a good sound tester. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but he was just... He was great in here. And I, I know that... He's getting fed the lines from QT of all people, but 
man, were they good lines. And they're, yeah. it's uh, much like in Glorious Bastards. There's just something about seeing these people <sighs> punished. Mm. Please it's, just punish them. Oh, that last, yeah. That last 10 minutes or so. Oh, it's just, it's beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> it's, my fa- it's I think my favorite kill of the whole movie, I mean, spoiler, I guess, is, is, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio's sister slash lover, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I love how say say goodbye to whatever her name is. Goodbye, whatever your name is. What? I, Boom. Say, say goodbye. Goodbye. Oh, I loved it. I <laughs> cheering. Che- I cheering. That actually, that Tarantino movie is one of that might be the only Tarantino movie that actually uh, gets an emotional. Like I actually can get teared up uh, when. Jamie Foxx's character is standing in the room <clears throat> and he's about to meet his, his wife again for, you know, after she got released, or whatever. And he's standing there and, and I forget what he's, he says something like, Hey, honey, he's called oh, her name or whatever. It's me. It's me, baby. I think, or something like that. And it's, it's a very, it's a great and powerful scene. And I, there's been a couple of times where I'm like, Oh my gosh, this is such a, a great scene. Well, she I'm was almost, waiting to get raped. Yeah. They had thrown her in the, whatever rape house thing probably. Yeah. And she's laying on this bed facing the other direction and the door opens and she starts crying. Cause yeah, I just watched it this morning. Uh, yeah. She's expecting to come get raped by a white guy. Another thing I love about the, mo- sorry to uh, interrupting you again. No. Um, this came after Inglorious Bastards, right? Uh huh. Yeah, it did. I'm yeah. Uh, yeah, it did. Sorry, I was a little confused because it says Inglorious Bastards, Kill Bill, The Whole Bloody Affair, Django Unchained. I was like, wait, what? Kill Bill didn't come after that. Uh, so I I really, really loved that we got to see Christoph Waltz play a redemptive kind of role. Because we're not, as viewers, we're not supposed to get attached to people in their roles because they're just playing a role. For example, Christoph Waltz is not a Nazi in Inglorious. I mean, he plays yeah. one in Inglorious Bastards. But he is so horrific and so good at the role that he plays. You want him to die so bad. Uh, but then to get to see him play the role he gets to play in Django, it's almost like, yay, I can be happy about him again. Because he's so good in that movie. But it, it, oh, it was just, we all like to think that's how we would have been back in this, in those days. But, uh, yeah. Uh-huh. I'm glad that you like, because I think we've talked about Tarantino before in his, his movies and where you've been like, ah, Django's down a bit more on the list. I, with him, it's, it's, there's kill, again, we're doing the Bond thing. There's <laughs> kill Bill, uh, except unlike the Bond thing, it's not like those middle 20 or, you know, those are all fives. With his, it's, it's, there's kill Bill and, and then a whole bunch of like nines and, and then <laughs> Jackie Brown, Reservoir Dogs and, and fiction. Pulp fiction, yeah, and even even Pulp Fiction. While I'm not a huge fan of that movie, it still is a great movie. A, yeah, I love positive, a positive, like an eight. I, I yeah. still give it respect. That is impressive. That I mean, he might be the only director that I can think of. Maybe Christopher Nolan that is currently working. Where I, every one of his movies would be a like either a minus a or a plus. Yeah, I can't think of another director right now uh, that I would. Maybe Christopher Nolan. I I don't think I. Yeah, I agree. Um, hmm. Because even even like J.J. Abrams, he's nah. he's had some bumps in the road already. Yeah, and 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 rewatching of his gets 
Uh-huh. Tricky. Gets dicey. Yeah. <laughs> that CGI in, in Super 8 at the end, that... I, I mean, that's... Yeah, no bueno. Okay, yeah. back to you. Uh, okay. Um, <laughs> there's a, there's at least two movies here I need to talk about yet, and then I'll be good for now. Um, one is The Gentleman. Uh, this is the movie, uh, from, latest movie from Guy Ritchie. Uh, came out, I believe that came out this year. Yes, it did. Um, I would say that, and this is, this is me, but I would say that this is probably my favorite movie that I have seen thus far this year. I loved this movie. I loved the dialogue. I just loved the back and forth with everybody. Matthew McConaughey is great as the anti-hero, I guess, maybe. Um, I, this is classic Guy Ritchie. This is snatch, lock, stock, tooth, smoke and barrels type Guy Ritchie. And I loved it. I totally in the whole way through. I, this is one of those where I'm like, I'm not going to watch the whole thing tonight. And I watched the whole thing that night because I could not turn it off. I'm like, oh, this is great. This is great. I, I need this, this mob type. 1.30. 1.30 when I went to bed last night. Watching, I was watch, watching Django. It was like, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> I never stay up that late. And I don't either anymore. And then I was watching this thing and I'm like, oh, this UK. I, I just, I love this type of mob movie and there everybody's cool uh everybody's cool and then the dorkiest guy in the movie is actually the most of the most badass and that would be uh <laughs> colin farrell's character coach yes he was great every time he was in a scene i'm like oh, oh what's some crazy shit's gonna happen now <laughs> um anyway i loved it i thought it was fantastic it has replaced color out of space right now as my favorite movie of the year uh and now really? there's another contender oh go ahead no, I was just saying, really? Yeah, I... Be quiet! <laughs> go upstairs! Shut it down, go upstairs! They are literally this far <laughs> apart. This far. They're screaming at each other, right? Not just... Do you They're not even fighting. They're just discussing what to do, and it's like... You and loud, yes. I, I remember in my house at, growing up, oh, I we had this intercom system, the portable, like you could plug them in anywhere. And I would, I had the, uh, the old style TV that had the knob. You couldn't punch it to a number. And so I would turn it all the way down and then I would just do, I would just tap it. I would just tap it until it was just making noise. And the second I would do that over the intercom, turn it down, turn it down, it's too loud, turn it down. I can't, I can't even tell you how many movies I watched completely on mute. No subtitles, just VHS, Amityville Horror. First time I watched it, completely mute. on mute. No subtitles, because it was either that or don't watch something. Or don't watch, yeah. But the but these guys, they're 25 feet away from me, and I can see on the recording it's picking up. We should put a block there. Come on. Remember here, Minecraft, this, that. <laughs> Did they actually go up? All right. Well, I don't hear him for another minute. Uh, okay. So that was, um, that was the gentleman. Uh, and lastly is the lodge. Lodge. This is another 2020 horror movie. Um, this is directed by the, the, um, couple that did, uh, Goodnight Mommy. 
which I'm not sure if it's Poland or I, I'm not sure where they're from. Um, so, uh, I've been hearing that this movie is like way, way, way slow burn and it's boring and it's too artsy, whatever. I freaking loved this movie. Oh, this movie was cool. Uh, this, this, uh, I'm not going to spoil it. I'm not going to spoil it, but this dad and his two kids, uh, and this dad's girlfriend that used to be an occult go to a lodge or a big house in the middle of, in the middle of nowhere. Um, huh? Italy. They're from Italy. Okay. Um, and, um, the, uh, this, the dad, he is, Recently widowed because his wife committed suicide. This is all done in the first couple of minutes of the movie, whatever. Um, and then dad has to go away just for a bit. So this girlfriend is stuck in this lodge with the two kids. And that's when really, really weird shit starts to happen. I, I freaking loved this movie. I loved the way it went. Uh, it's easily top five of the year now already. And I, I keep, you know, top five. Yeah. There's, there's only been like five movies I've watched this year from the, from 2020, but it's in there. Uh, I would say there's been 20 movies from 2020, but they are all in the top five. Oh yeah. I, I, I couldn't believe the direction it went. I actually got Steve to watch it. Um, I, I'm, he said it was pretty slow and it is. I, again, I was going in thinking this is probably going to bore the shit out of me. So my expectations were low and it is very, it's slower paced and it's not really jumpy, scary horror, but it's just that dread, hereditary feel horror that I, I love. I love that uneasy feeling the whole way through. And that's what this movie is. So big thumbs up on that one. I mean, if Steve is saying it's slow paced, I know. And I'm like, but I didn't, I'm going to go back in time. <laughs> I just, I didn't think it. It was, that's, I mean, there's not much action, but, and the ending was just, the ending a lot of people don't like, but I'm like, oh, no, 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 I'm, I'm in. This is a horror movie, folks. I'm in. (laughs) Oh, there's so many red flags on this, especially coming from you. (laughs) Relationships. Oh, yeah, there's, there's, there's. Alicia Silverstone, huh? I didn't even know that was her until... I'm like, what? I read one of the reviews because I'm like, okay, I just need to make sure that I got all that right, and I did. Uh, and I'm like, she was in this. I'm like, wow, okay, yeah, I guess she was. But, um, yep, good movie. That's it. I'm spent. I am. I, yeah, we didn't get through nearly as many movies as I expected us to. Oh, get me through. too. Me too. But oh well. There's always next week, and we can just do another uh, recently watched round. Oh, good. Your Skype dumb face froze. That's... Ah! Yeah. Uh, coming soon, sir. What do you got coming soon? Um, I got a um, a movie coming my way called Raw Courage. Um, I love that title. Doesn't sound ga- ga- yeah. like gay porn at all. Yep, yeah, yeah, I know. Um, motorcycle gang in the desert. Chasing down three dudes. Reasons. Still doesn't sound like gay porn. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the cover is cool. With the, like, you see the handlebars of the motorcycle and leather. Yeah. <laughs> three three dudes running the, <laughs> running the opposite <laughs> Go on. Oh, I just, I think the, ah, yeah, it's, you get the, you get the picture. 
I'm not sure I do. Keep going. <laughs> uh, yep. Black leather, leather, leather. <laughs> just three dudes <laughs> running away, like kind of looking back like, oh, shit. We're, we're in for it today. <laughs> Raw uh-huh. courage. Um <laughs> <laughs> Because the raw is, you know, bare, bare, yeah, bareback. Um, uh, <laughs> oh man, I got, I got nothing now. You got um, one thing coming. That's it. Just raw courage. <laughs> raw. Um, uh, what else have I pulled out? <laughs> um, I. Italian something giallo shit. I got stacks of that that I kind of want to watch. Uh, Top Gun. I guess keeping keeping that raw courage going. I got Top Gun is due for a rewatch. Oh my jaw hurts so bad. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, I've, I'm itching for a Top Gun viewing. Um. Oh man, there's got to be something else that I was. Are you gonna revisit um Joseph Kaczynski's other films before? Top Gun 2. I should. I've been wanting to watch um, Oblivion. Oblivion again. And Tron. I wouldn't mind watching that one again. I've only seen that once in the theater. I <sighs> So good. I know. That is that is my go-to sound tester. That Blu-ray. Yeah. Yeah, I need to watch that one again. I, no excuse. And in fact, this time, I I bet I could probably get the kids to watch that one. Not yep. that They would love to watch that one. Yep. Oh, instead of watching fucking E.T. <sighs> <laughs> Can we get that review soon? <laughs> Rainbows! It's rainbowy. His ship takes off and there's a rainbow cloud. That's the, my review. Oh, let's, let's crank up the John Williams to 11 so that we all cry. You reach his pieces? No, thanks. Right, spend more time bitching about this. Let's do it next time. Okay, yeah. I, I've got thoughts on that movie. Okay. Um, anyway, that, that's it. I, yeah. uh, coming soon for me, I've got a series from Amazon Prime called McMillions, a uh, documentary series. Don't you, have you heard of that one? No. Or have I? I was asking you a question. Oh, no, I said no, huh? I haven't. Oh, okay. I still got frozen dumb Skype face. Uh, no. Street Fighter 2, the animated movie, is on Amazon Prime. I own that on VHS, but I thought, uh, I'll check it out on high-def widescreen. I want to talk about that one a little bit. A couple Joe Coy stand-ups, Crawl, Double Dragon, Predator. That's what I've been watching. Uh, still not finding a ton of shit on Amazon Prime. But, uh, <laughs> keep looking, baby. <laughs> I'm digging. Oh, am I digging? Uh, I'm just itching for for that new Mortal Kombat animated movie to come to one of the streaming sites. I want to watch that so bad. Yeah, me too. But there's some good Jalo stuff on Amazon Prime. So there's some good. Uh, <laughs> if you say so. <laughs> Uh, send me a list. I, I've been on Instant Watcher. It's been easier to find stuff on Instant Watcher than it has been on Amazon Prime. Like, like they just they they actively make it difficult to find shit. Yeah. It, oh, I will agree. It is not the easiest, but I've I've found some some good stuff on there. You have to dig, really dig. 
I um oh and uh, oh one one other review that I'm going to do hopefully next week is the uh <laughs> Wolf Creek season 2. I'll be reviewing that. There's a TV show of the like the Wolf the Australian slasher yeah. thing? Mm-hmm. With that sounds I'll, horrible. I watched oh, I watched the first, I thought I talked about season 1 already. I think you did maybe. Yeah. Well, I watched season 2. It's, it popped up on Shutter so I watched that. I'll I'll save that. I've got thoughts on that. Sweet. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well I need to uh go buy another bottle of whiskey and then shovel a whole lot of dirt. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've... And then pass out and piss on myself, probably. Uh-huh, that's, uh-huh. that's that's my game plan. How's and your I... day? Oh, barns and gardens and... <sighs> Let's get out there, Amish boy. Let's yep. do it. Yeah, I'd say, I mean, literally, it's going to be... I'm farming. It's time to plant them gardens. Oh. <laughs> hey, you little whippers. <laughs> yeah, until next week when it freezes again and uh-huh. all your seeds die. Yep. <laughs> Uh, all right. I'll see all you right. next week. All right. See ya. Thanks for listening. Hey, if you want to get a hold of the Movie Freaks, you can get a hold of us facebook.com backslash moviefreakspod on Twitter at moviefreakspod. Drop us an email, moviefreakspod at yahoo.com. Intro music was public domain by www.rutgermuller.nl.